0: Welcome back to the Curiously Guided Podcast, the place for intuitive business owners and curious minds. We're your hosts, Mariah and Shay, and right now is episode one of season fucking three. Dude, this is pretty incredible. We're super stoked. We've already recorded a few episodes with some incredible guests. We know they're fire. You guys know that they're going to be fucking amazing. We're just so excited because honestly, like we've we've mentioned it in, in quite a few podcast episodes. Like this podcast truly started out as just like a big passion project and it's quickly becoming just a huge part of both of our lives. We crave these conversations. We love connecting with our listeners and with our guests and we're really excited this season to truly experiment with ways to make this podcast better to make it bolder and to make it more visible because like we just really want to keep growing and connecting with people like us connecting with people that want to do things differently doing business differently doing life differently building a career differently like whatever that looks like for you we're just really honored to have this space where like we get to have deep transparent conversations because We believe that the world needs more of that, especially in the business space, like, holy shit, especially in the social media space. Like, me and Shay were joking and we're just like, this podcast is everything that people don't share on Instagram. Like, it's the real, the raw, the transparent of just like, what really fucking happened? Pull back the curtain, fuck the numbers, how did you feel about it? Mm -hmm. And that's truly what we love about this podcast.
1: Yeah. I love what you just said there for people curious about doing things differently. Um, In the off season, Mariah and I spent quite a bit of time just reflecting on our why behind this podcast, which Mariah just nailed Grand Slam out of the ballpark, and like what we're trying to do here. And, and to start that, honestly, we started with feedback from y'all and what our listeners have been taking away and um, how the audience has been growing. And, and so we kind of refined ourselves a bit. And, um, you know, Mariah did an awesome job updating our website, and we're really excited to kind of uh, step into the next evolution of the podcast. And we're so happy to have you guys here with us for season three.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like I could talk about my fucking excitement for this season all day, but let's get into the juice of episode one. Okay, so this episode, we're going to be talking about creating our dream day. And it could sound a little fluffy, could sound a little airy. We're not trying to like float through the clouds here. We're trying to give you guys just like some, some honest, real perspectives. And this is like one of Shay's favorite things to talk about I feel like every other time that we talk she's just like talking about the dream day the dream lifestyle and like it's a lens that she sees so many things through and it's like how we've really started crafting our days our schedule and ultimately our business because like our business is a huge start like part of our lifestyle so Shay give us your your spew about dream days what are they
1: well, you're on fire today. You're incredible. <laughs> um, I, you know, Mariah's like exactly right. I think I am annoying talking about dream days and I'm sure on the podcast, I think I bring it up once an episode, but you know, one theme that we touch on a lot is. The importance of defining what success looks like for you, and more importantly, how to measure that success. And so Mariah and I have really struggled with like the typical measures of success. And we've shared a lot about that in previous seasons. You know, like if you're in this online world, it's a 10K months and million K years and blah, 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 just like crazy money stories. And as we've been finding, a lot of that is not really truthful or honest or presented from a place. A well-rounded place, right? And so we've been kind of on this search for. There's got to be a more meaningful way to measure success in our lives and our businesses beyond this kind of like superficial money metrics that kind of are meaningless. Yeah, superficial bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, where did that even come from? Like, we're all just adopting everybody else's goals. It's not really your own goal, and a lot of us are detached from a why behind that, besides like, I want more money. And, and I think that's why the goal is ultimately not fulfillable. So it, it's a little bit too like um, fluffy, if you will, right? There's no real connection or feeling there. So, especially in
0: the online space. Like, what? especially, especially, I see people being like, oh, it's 10K months, 20K months, 100 million K months. Is that your goal? And people are like, yeah, it's my goal. And it's like, cool, Why? why, why is it? Truly. And then people are like, because I want more money, because I deserve more money. And it's like, yeah, but that's not deep enough. It's not deep enough to motivate your soul to fucking put the work in. I'm sorry, but money's not at surface level.
1: Mm-hmm. and even if you've gone a bit below that of like well if I had a lot of money I could help a lot of people <laughs> and I'll be frank I think I've been stuck there for a while it, it that's not enough like you've got to figure out I think there's I always tell clients like you have a selfish reason for doing things and an altruistic version for, reason for doing things and like yes you can be saving the world but also like what are you going to get out of this and like get real clear about that and like how this works for you um because at the end of the day it's got to be both right and so The reason I'm going on this big tangent is I have found that by getting clear on what I want my dream day, like literally an average Wednesday in my dream future life, what do I want that day to look like? And by spending time there and getting really clear about what a dream day for me would be, I can then use that to reverse engineer my current days. (laughs) And how far away am I from this dream or this goal? How different is my current day? day versus my dream day. And it's a really awesome metric that I've been using for a few years now, it was introduced to me by um, one of my first business coaches, Kelsey Kerslake, and she has a meditation, and I've actually created my own version of it, which you guys can download. Um, if you go to curiouslyguided.com, scroll down to the bottom and get on our newsletter, you'll actually get a meditation pack, and I have a dream day meditation in there for you. So if this is piquing your interest, I would recommend starting there. It's a really cool way to... um to honestly, the first time I did it, I had this big realization. I had never really sat down and given myself some space to answer the question, what do I want my days to look like? And it's really nice to just give yourself 15 minutes to like sit there and let your imagination run wild. Like how little in life do we ever give ourselves space for that? And and so it was kind of cool. The first time I did it, it was really clear to me where I was waking up, what my practices were, what my business was like. Um, And from that, I started to reverse engineer and I started to make changes in my business and changes in my routines and changes in, honestly, my wardrobe. (laughs) It's cool. It's a way... And it's a metric I can check back in with over time to measure progress. So all of this to say, I think Dream Day is a really powerful tool for measuring progress. If you are like us and you're a human or a business owner that wants to do things differently, it's a really nice way. um, If setting big goals and dreams feels a bit too abstract, it's a nice tangible way to get clear on like where you're heading in life.
0: Yeah. And I feel like this time of year, since this um, episode is coming out in January, I feel like it's just a really nice time of year to reflect on like the previous year of like, how were my days looking last year? How did I feel about, or just like, even if we go like a little bit more bird's eye view, like what the fuck even happened last year? Mm -hmm. What did we do? And it's like, it's not self-reflecting so that you can figure out what your monetary goal is or like how much weight you want to lose or like whatever these like New Year's resolutions are. Like, it's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about more so like, how did you feel embodied or not embodied? Like, how did you feel day-to-day walking around integrated as you? Mm -hmm. How did it feel to be you last year? I just don't think that we look and reflect through that lens a lot. So that's why I'm excited to do this because Shay sent over some questions. We're kind of going to use these as just like some guidelines. We're going to be kind of reflecting over like how our years looked kind of how we're making changes and like how we're going to be integrating that moving forward, because honestly, how many podcast episodes are there out there where they're like, this is what you do, but it's like, I don't understand how the fuck that plays into my life. So I think that like us really peeling back the curtain here and just giving like honest examples and like our perspectives that we're integrating in our own lives and like things that we're learning about ourselves, maybe that will inspire you to look through and create your dream day through your own perspective, because honestly, humans learn best through examples through stories. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm excited to do this. Let's reflect a little bit in terms of like looking at last year and this year through the lens of our dream day. Mm-hmm. So Shay, I'm going to kick it off to you here. What happened last year?
1: What happened last year? Well, before I dive into that, I do want to add one bit of for my science minded people out there, this may sound a little fluffy, but really it's based in a lot of great like neuroscience and if you're, we talk about Joe Dispenza and all this stuff all the time, and I hope one of my goals for 2023 is to get more educated about the quantum and visualization and the power of it, but just know there is a lot of data grounding this, the power of visualizing what you want, because when you can bring what you want into pictures in your mind and then anchor that to feelings in your body, some magic, some like next level stuff starts to happen. So know that like, if you hear dream day and you roll your eyes and to be quite honest, I have people popping in my inbox talking about dream days. I roll my eyes sometimes too, but this is really, really a powerful practice um, on many levels. And it has been for me, I've used it for years and years. So I'm sharing this with you guys today. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you think about it. Um, so with that in mind, you know, reflecting on this past year, I've been doing this dream day work for a while now. So I've had something kind of interesting happen where, um, you know, what got me into the online space, in the first place was just like a strong awareness that going and sitting in a cube from nine to five and only having 10 vacation days a year was not my dream day. Look, <laughs> like, it was so opposite my dream day that I had to get out of that completely. So like that is a lens I've been using for a long time. Um, When I first started doing this meditation, I already had my business, but what I realized was I had built a business that I really hated and it was not allowing me to live days like I wanted to. I was spending my days waking up every morning with sweaty palms, worried about client emails in my inbox, (laughs) doing work. I really didn't like the coding and the really detail oriented website work was not really for me and who I am. So I realized the first time I did this meditation wow, I got on this business to have dream days and actually my days maybe even look a little worse than they did before. I'm working really hard, I'm having night sweats, I'm anxious, like this business isn't what I want. I'm not doing the work that I feel like I could be doing. I don't feel like it's aligned with the gifts that I'm here to do. So I did a lot of work. I changed my entire business all around that dream day. Um, I really made this past year a lot of focus on, um creating space in my calendar and so in my dream days I have a lot of space um and so this year I really focused on like getting things off my plate that were not really moving the needle forward for me and just eating up a lot of bandwidth and so yeah this year it's been a journey i would say that like my I'm in a weird spot with dream days because my days look like how I wanted them to look when I got started with all of this. So I feel proud of that. I have these really nice spacious days. I've been showing up for my like morning rituals and evening rituals a bit more like that all feels good and like I've taken steps in the right direction but now I feel a little lost (laughs) like I'm like okay I, I I'm at my dream day you know so like what does this look forward look like moving forward which we can talk about but anyway long story short when I reflect on the past year I'm kind of just feeling proud of myself like I can definitely tell you 100% that like from January 1st, 2022 to January 1st, 2023, I have gotten closer to what I want my ideal days to look like. And now I'm at this cool point where I really get to like tweak and refine and take it to the next level if I let myself. How about you, Mariah?
0: Yeah, tweak and refine. That is, that's it. That's the sauce, right? Like collect collect the data points. Essentially, that's it. Um, Yeah. And I mean... For me, well, I feel like all of life is fucking testing and tweaking and there is always growth to be had, right? <clears throat> but I feel like for me, especially like if I if I chunk up last year, there was really like two big sections. In the beginning of the year, I, I think I said this on the podcast before, I was fucking stuck in the sauce. I was stuck in the sauce of like, I need to have a group coaching program. I need to do something. I need to create a business like everybody else because that's the only way that we can create success, right? And I was doing that and I was doing a lot of done-for-you projects, which it's like, that's a big chunk of my revenue is done-for-you projects for SEO and that's fine. But I was finding that I was doing too much. It's like I was sitting at the computer being a potato, like just like hacking away, just like, oh, strategy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, this just feels fucking draining to me. And so it's like, there was this big aha moment with A, I'm doing too much done for you work by myself and I'm craving some kind of connection. That was one aha moment. The other one was I see everywhere from content marketers, from people on social media that are like, like, stop creating educational content. Stop creating so much free content. And so I stopped doing that for a while. I was like, well... The people said, don't do it. And then I was like, I was finding myself literally trying to squeeze myself into somebody else's box. And I'm just like, this feels fucking gross. So I had these, a couple big aha moments like halfway through last year. And one of the biggest things that I realized is that I fucking love creating content. I love it. So if I'm looking at my dream day, it's like the beginning of last year, I was creating no space for content creation. I didn't create almost anything new. I was too busy working on these done for you client projects. And I just felt stifled. I felt that I just, I have so much energy and so much, I'm not sure, just energy, I suppose, to like give and to share with other people that it's like, I'm not doing anybody any favors staying behind my computer, typing away and strategizing by myself. So I think that was like one of the biggest things. And so- Anyways, I decided to, at the end of last year, revive my YouTube channel. And, like, it takes a lot to create a YouTube video. Truly, it does. Um, And so I've just been finding, even though it takes some time, the fact that I'm prioritizing it feels so fucking fulfilling to me, even if five people watch it. I don't really give a shit. Because at the end, I'm watching this, I'm like, yo... Somebody's going to type in a keyword that I tried to target with this fucking YouTube video in literally six months, two years. And it's going to help them solve the exact problem that they are having an issue with. And I was like, that just feels so good to me. So it's like, I realized that I was really missing out on human connection and content creating and educating. And I feel like that was just a huge thing that I like, didn't even put two and two together for a while until I feel like I hit 75 walls at once. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Um, I I feel like I had a really similar realization this past year around like, we call it like zone of excellence versus zone of genius. You know, like there's plenty of things that you and I both can do well, honestly. (laughs) And then that can be kind of a curse because you get here and you're like, well, I could do all of these money making activities and like where where to start and so I think you know actually this year you and I have done a lot of like diving into our human design and into our astrology and that's also been a way to like shed light on this which is what are you here to do how do you use your gifts for good right like how do you find your unique zone of genius and then build a business or a career or whatever all around that and so for me with human design you know like um I have a two, four profile, which is like literally the biggest contradiction. It's like half, you're half a hermit and you're half a extroverted social butterfly. And so I realized my business really was set up more for the hermit. I was working by myself behind this computer screen, making websites, not getting to talk to a lot of people. In my perfect business and perfect day is kind of a blend of I have some time to work to myself and I have some time to connect with people live, because honestly, the connecting with people live is what gives me a lot of energy and inspiration that I can then go take to work to myself. So I would say I liked how you chunked that up. I definitely started the year. I told you I was like on a quest for more spaciousness. And I did that. And then I found myself way too much in Hermitville. So I would say that like this new awareness of like, I need this balance of alone and community has been really helpful for me. Um, you know, I, I've shared this on the podcast, but I, I've walked away from my web design business for the most part, and I've stepped fully into sales consulting and coaching. And I love it. And my journey this past year has been, I uh, I found a consulting gig. I um, stepped into that role. I loved the Work absolutely. I wanted more of it. It felt like, whoa, this is like what I'm here to do, and so that was kind of cool. Because up until this point in my life, I really haven't been able to f- to say it with clarity and like confidence and conviction. Like this is it, and it it, it all came from tweaking and refining based on like, oh. The way I'm spending my days feels like shit. (laughs) How would I like to spend my days in a way that feels nourishing? So when you do the the meditation activity, one of the things I think is most powerful is you I at least take myself through a work day and I, I really through that I figured out like oh my days are kind of split up and like in the mornings I um I'm taking client calls that's when I'm really on that's when I'm jazzed that's when my brain's firing and then in the afternoons it's quiet and it's more creative and I get to be by myself and so it's kind of like this cool like I'm learning about myself I'm having I'm doing these meditations and like I can see it all like weaving together and tweak and refine baby steps all of a sudden it becomes reality
0: I feel like there's so many little tangents I could go on uh, just from that specifically. But yeah, and it's funny because I found the opposite to be true. I have found that in the morning, I really need my own space to nerd out and like learn something. So like if we're bringing in human design, I'm a one three profile and the one is like researching foundations, like becoming an expert in something. And the three is essentially just like trial and error. And so also a huge fucking contradictory because it's like, oh, I want to learn, learn, learn. I want to be the best. You can't be the best unless you're testing and tweaking also. So I find myself in yeah, quite, quite a few conundrums myself, but I will say that, um, especially like the past few days, I think that I'm starting to crack a little bit more of the code because I'm just listening to like my body and how I feel. So it's like, the i've i've done the the dream day meditations and things like that but what i find really helpful is noticing how i feel in the moment and then reflecting like later that it's like i i have to literally do it to see if i fucking like it or not and so uh lately i have been in the morning Instead of like sitting with my cup of coffee and like watching a shitty YouTube video about like, I don't, Andrew's been into poker lately. So like he'll be watching fucking poker videos. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to hang out and wake up. And I'm just like, oh my God, literally Mariah, stop it. What do you want to do? So I'll bring myself in my office and I've just been doing uh, active stretching. And like mobility exercises and just truly moving my body before I even have my coffee. And it has been a fucking game changer, but I wouldn't have realized that that was important to me until a couple weeks ago where I'm like, why am I 30 years old and my lower back hurts? I'm like, I am sitting too much. This is ridiculous. And then I've also found, I'm like, what the, okay, hold on. So the question that I ask myself, if I felt sticky in a previous day, whether it's my body, whether it's my mood, whether it's whatever, I ask what are you craving more of? Like, what do you wish was on your calendar? Okay. So how do we do that tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And so what I was wishing is that I had space in the morning to watch a webinar, to watch a workshop, to really nerd out about human design or about my latest thing is brand sponsorships and partnerships, like giving myself time to just get into the weeds and learn something. And then if I feel inspired to create off of that, like I still have some space in the morning. And so I'm not taking calls until at least 11 AM, but ideally like 1 PM now. And to be honest, like I never really had that boundary before. I really was like, oh, I'll take a call at 11 a.m. I'll take one at 3 p.m. And I'm just like, this feels way too scattered. Like, I really like my mornings, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's creating, I don't know, an ebook or whether it's learning. But it's like, I wouldn't have figured that out unless I felt sticky doing all the shit that I didn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. just wanted to slide in here mid episode and fill you in on some cool things quick so we are in our third season of curiously guided and there's nothing that fires us up more than making this podcast and hearing all the positive impacts it's having on our listeners up until this point this has been a pure passion project but we've got bills and expenses for this podcast y'all if you have the means and would love to support us in creating new episodes, feel free to head over to CuriouslyGuided.com support to buy us a coffee.
1: And if you want even um, a deeper dive, we're excited to offer. We're going to now um, start doing some strategy sessions where you get both Mariah and I's brains on your business. And um, there's nowhere else in the world where you can. We Mariah and I both don't work with people in such micro ways. So this is kind of a cool thing to get both of us looking at your business in kind of like a one off strategy session. Just imagine us two and you together diving deeper on your business business, marketing, sales, and everything in between, um, all while filtering it through the lens of strategy, energetics, and energetics, which you know is our style. So if you want to learn more about what working with Mariah and I could look like, head on over to our website, curiouslyguided.com session to get the details. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you so, so much. Now let's get back into the episode. And Mariah brings up a good point. Some people really struggle with the visualization and the meditation. And if that piece of this is not resonating with you, I don't think it always resonates with you, Mariah. There's other ways to go about this. You know, you can think, you can journal about what you'd like your days to be like. You can journal about what you hate about your current days. Um, Do what Mariah does, where you're just like really connected with your feelings and you're paying attention to like, today, this did not feel good. This did feel good. I want more of this. So how do I get more of it tomorrow? it can be literally this like in the moment day-to-day thing for me the visualization really helps because i i had never literally given myself permission to ask i think a lot of us this is one point i wanted to make on this episode half of the battle is giving yourself permission to dream with this the first time i did this meditation even still to this day i'll notice myself um For example, right now, I really want to wake up in like a beautiful home that I've designed that has a beautiful view of nature. And I find myself immediately like, oh, well, you can't have that. Oh, well, you can't do that. You can't build a house. And and I really want to encourage you when you're doing this, let yourself dream. This is the only moment. Let it be outrageous. Let yourself go there. Think big. I find myself like sometimes these meditations, I've got this like house on the beach in California. And right now, me, Shay, currently is like, how could I ever do that? doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like what you're looking for, I find is it's more about the nuances. It's more about like, how are you feeling Mm. minute to minute? How are you? Yeah. How are you starting your days? You know, the one way to think about this is, um, you know, we're imagine that there's all these different timelines. There's a movie that just came out this past year that is the story exactly. And I can't think of what it is, but basically like imagine that your life could play out in like a million billion different ways. (laughs) And I want you to go find the timeline where it's your dream and go watch it. And how does that person, lately we've been calling it our genius self, I've been asking, how does Genius Shea on that timeline, she's already a billionaire, she's got the house in California, how does she wake up in the morning, what does she do first thing, you know like what kind of rituals does she do to prime herself for the day. Um, What kind of work does she do, what kind of impact is she making on the world. it it, it's been helpful for me to kind of like disconnect, like what I think is personally possible because I have found myself trying to limit and edit. (laughs) And so really like give yourself, be a little kid with an imagination dream real big. And then even if some of the things seem crazy and so far away, pay attention to those nuances and those like minute to minutes and the feelings and the rich, I would say feelings and rituals, genius Shay, billionaire Shay, how she feel. What does she do every day? And then I can start doing that now. And that's when like cool stuff happens and time starts to collapse and you hit goals really quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and and that's a really good point because I mean, that's the human ego, right? trying to like protect us and be like, well, like the human ego and how our mind works, it works very linearly, right? And we're using all past experiences to then project what's possible in the future. That's just, it's how our brains work. It's how we save a lot of energy. We're just like, well, this experience is going to end up like that because that's how 17 experiences ended up in the past. And like, that's great, brain. Thanks for saving me energy. Like, I really appreciate it. But also just know that A, it's none of our fucking business how we're going to get there. Truly, it's not. Think like when people say the word miracles... It sounds fluffy but it's literally just like something happened seemingly out of nowhere. We don't know if it was truly out of nowhere. How do we not know that like somebody planned to deceit a couple years ago? And like in life there is synchronicities, there are miracles and stuff and like your like people say your life can literally be completely different tomorrow. That is true because we have no fucking idea the opportunities or the things that are going to happen that can either paralyze you and scare the living shit out of you, or you can allow it to move you into a space of unlimited possibilities Mm -hmm. because truly it's not about the how. It's not. And like, I'm, I'm sure some people that are, uh, that have maybe explored like spiritual teachings and stuff like that will always say, it's not about the how. And it's like, I'm saying that like practically, like practically it's not about the how. And a lot of the times, like we'll try to linearly place things, but it's like, it's the same thing with, uh, going viral on social media, right? Like it's. We, you can never plan to go viral. Things just fucking happen. And it just is what it is. So it's like, how can we release the how while also holding the truth that we have to take baby action steps forward? Because we also can't project or like have this idea of dream day or like journal in like, I fucking hate doing this and then continue to do that every day moving forward. It's like, we can hold these these things that we're learning about ourselves in one hand release the need or the expectation of it while also moving towards it
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: a lot to juggle especially as a human because we're also juggling our ego which is like but we don't want to it's scary so there's a lot of things to juggle here but that's why I'm glad that you brought up nuances and micro shifts because like that's the sauce dude like when they say rome wasn't built in a day truly it was not but also there are opportunities and things that can happen in the meantime for us to jump a million steps so it's it's none of our business but also how do we enjoy the journey of getting there without holding on to the expectation of how we have to get there
1: yeah that's such a good point you know i just heard someone talk about this in a slightly different way um they were explaining the difference between process-based goals and results-based goals. And a lot of us have the results-based goal. I want the house on the beach in California, but really what we should be focusing on, I'm I'm not in control of how that happens. That's however many steps away I'm living here in the now. I am literally out of control. Uh, I don't know how I would get there. Cool. Uh, I'm allowing that, but I don't know exactly how that happens. What I do know is that I could start to reverse engineer some of the practices that that Shay is doing. That's what I am in control of. That's in the now. Like in the now, I could start showing up like she shows up. I could start doing the type of work that she does. I could start trying to heal my nervous system like she's healed her nervous system, you know. There's a lot of things that I can do that are really present and I control now. So I think focusing on goals that are more about process. For me, I'm all about like morning ritual lately. So I I, like Mariah, I've been trying to, I'm in the TikTok rabbit hole, you know, like the (laughs) delayed caffeine. I I can't remember like the basically like low dopamine mornings. That's what the viral thing is. So I've been trying to delay caffeine first thing, and I've been trying to move and I've been trying to write, you know, and, and now I'm experiencing the benefits of that. Right. And that's something that Future shade definitely does. And now I can feel it here in the present. And then all of a sudden that's how we start to like um, bridge the gap between the two. So that's, that's the nuance, the micro shift, when you're doing this stuff, don't get hung up on the things that feel too big and out there. Cause I think that's what we tend to do instead focus in on the little nuances that you could perhaps start doing today to take you one baby step closer towards where you want to be.
0: Yes. Yes. And I'd like to get a little bit more granular here. So if you're like, listen, I don't fucking know. Because I've heard podcasts like this. And I literally was just like, I don't fucking know. I don't know where to start. What do you mean? That's my question for literally everything. I remember I was, somebody was like, you need to learn how to surrender. I'm like, what does that mean? give me some tools, give me some resources. Like how, I guess the us getting granular is just like, how the fuck did we start figuring this out? What are we using to support us in reflecting, in seeing different possibilities of things? And I think that a tool that we tend to come back on a lot is human design and astrology. I think that they are really amazing tools at this. And also even like, if we're getting super, super specific, Getting clear on your strengths and your gifts, the shit that feels easy to you that you also like, because like you said in the beginning, it's not, it's like, we have so many fucking skills, like we've built an online business. And sometimes we forget how many skills truly we have accumulated until I was like helping Andrew with something on the computer. And he was like, how do I put this in the trash? Like on the fucking desktop. And I just highlighted it and dragged it over to the trash. And he was like, you can do that you can drag it. I was right clicking and hitting move to trash. I was like, yo, I forget how much of a fucking genius I am in the online space. (laughs) This is mind blowing to me. (laughs) And so I think just mm, trying to find or reflecting on what you're good at, what comes natural to you what other people say that you're really good at, because that's really helpful too. A lot of us, we we can't see the label from inside the jar. So asking the people around you, asking past clients, asking, ask your parents, what the fuck am I really good at? Like if you were to tell me, ask them. And what do you enjoy doing? What are the things where you're just like, yo, I could lose myself in time doing this? That to me, looking at like the combination of those three is really where I start to see, yo, holy shit, I really am good at this. And a lot of the times it's the stuff that we're like, yeah, but that's not a big deal. Everybody's good at it. Notice that. What stuff are you writing off that you think everybody else is good at? So like for me, one of my things is um, people like... People having aha moments around me based on, like, things that I say, like perspective shifting things. I'm just like, yeah, but everybody, like, says something and then somebody's like, oh, I never looked at it like that. And then I'm looking around at my friends and I'm like, "Mm, no actually, that's not something that everybody has. I didn't realize that that was a strength of mine to be able to see one situation from 75 different perspectives and be able to help people bridge the gap between where they're seeing things and instead opening up the door to unlimited possibilities. It's like shit like that. I would have never been able to articulate nor see that in myself unless I... I don't know, ask people what I was good at. And I started really reflecting myself and diving into human design and astrology. It was really helpful for getting words to
1: explain that. Mm. I love what you're bringing up here. And it's like, I'm just piecing this together now, but I think there's a lot of pressure. I also resonate with, we're at the beginning of a year and everyone's like, what's your resolutions and goals? And right now I'm like, ah, ah, like it just feels really abstract. And I don't, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And so <laughs> I like what you're saying. Cause I feel like personal development reflection, everyone is telling you to do things alone and by yourself. We're telling you do a meditation by yourself, journal by yourself, check in with yourself. But there's another fold to this, which is the part I try to avoid honestly. And that's other people in community and honestly getting other asking your past clients, asking your parents, asking your friends for their feedback and understanding of you is usually like the juice. That's where you really can get, you know, like ah, you're it because you're getting people singing it not through we're all biased and we have all of these filters, right And so you're getting real honest perspective and that come, Find with your personal work, I think will give you the data points you need because I'm noticing right now for me, I'm trying to do it all personal work. I'm trying to, I'm going to figure it out. I need to figure out what my goals are. And I've totally detached of like the community and the why and the bigger picture of all of this. And so I think like remembering that side of it is um, hopefully going to give me a little bit more clarity too.
0: Yeah. And I think along with relationships, don't ask the friend that's an asshole.
1: Like, just right, don't. Right, right. you know
0: what I mean? Like, and the friend's like, well, actually you're good at making me coffee in the morning, but you're pretty shitty at answering your phone. It's like, I don't fucking need that. I gotta go. So it's like, I would ask somebody that I respect and I trust like Shay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, like Shay, I told her the other day, I was like, you're just fucking really great at sniffing out the bullshit. And it's like, that's cool for her because she's like, I a never would have said it like that.
1: Well, that's one of those things that I thought everybody could do because it comes so naturally to me. So that it was like, I needed you to say it to me. And then now I'm like, oh, yeah, I am good at that. I didn't know that I could like brag about that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so it's also what a beautiful invitation to create better relationships.
1: And how what a beautiful invitation. Yeah.
0: To just be like, hey, you're really good. Get in the habit of telling your friends what the fuck they're good at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because sometimes we have to lead by example. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that wouldn't naturally just do that. But if we can both get in the habit of doing it because they're picking up that I'm doing it to them, it's a uh, reciprocity, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, how can you start pointing out what people are good at? Point out their genius because we have enough in society that drags us down and tells us that we're not good enough. So it's like, how can we rally together and start getting in the habit of being like, actually, you're really fucking good at this. Um, Okay, so that that was my rant about that. But I did, so before I said, in terms of like my dream day, because I kind of want to bring it back here. In terms of my dream day, I'm just like, I'm really good at creating content. And to be honest, I would not have thought that I didn't know that that was a thing that I could think about myself until I dove into human design and I learned about the one profile. I did not know that that was a superpower of mine. And so it's just, it's using these tools to be able to be like, what is this saying? Or like getting a fucking astrology reading. Like we both got astrology readings from Chanel. And then we also got an astrology reading from somebody else, uh, like a birth chart reading. And then Chanel, she did like the year ahead reading. Yeah, literally take my money when it comes to readings, like take my money. But it wasn't until they started pointing things out that I really started connecting the dots of just like, let's see. The one thing my fucking mid-heaven is in Virgo of blah, 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 blah. Anyways, we don't need to know the exact thing. But I wouldn't have realized that like I get really fired up by creating practical solutions and being of service to people. If you would have asked me that fucking three years ago, I never would have said that. But now that I'm looking at like last year and I'm planning out my dream life, I'm like, No, I like providing practical solutions for people. That's why I have a YouTube channel and create just like videos, walking people through like quick hit practical solutions. I didn't realize that that gave me juice and fulfillment until I heard somebody say that about my birth chart. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just kind of wanted to give some examples of like, we can use these tools to reflect and then like, look at your dream day or look at like your last year. Did you do these things that kind of align here? Like what what feels good about that? Are you having aha moments about that? What are you craving more of? Does it align with this? And I just think that using these tools is extremely helpful in terms of guiding where we're self-reflecting.
1: Mm, mm, I love that. Yeah. So I'm asking myself, you know, like if I'm reflecting back on this past year, um, I think I've done a good job at the beginning of this past year, it was clear to me that like the creative agency was not it. And I wanted, you know, in my human design, it calls me a fucking sacred salesman. It's wild. Get into your human design. (laughs) But I've known that I always have this interest in like, Sales, but like kind of rewriting the script on sales. Like, I, we all have to sell, we all have to persuade people. We do it all the time, whether you realize it or not. And I think that the industry itself, unfortunately, has gotten a really bad reputation. And that prevents a lot of people with really great ideas from embracing the fact that they need to have sales skills. <laughs> and then their great ideas, unfortunately, don't make it out into the world. So, like, I have discovered this love that was then confirmed with my human design and has now been confirmed with my dream days. So, in the past year, i I found a sales role. I was like, "Let's try this out. I think this is the direction I want to head in. I think this kind of work would make my days a lot more pleasurable than they have been. And sure enough, it was, right. And so now I'm like, "How do I get more of this? How do I do this forever? How do I grow this? And and it all came from being really honest of like, hey, how I'm spending my minute to minute is really painful. And what do I need to do to get out of it? so, like i'm I'm just feeling happy that, um, even though everything isn't totally clear and and i don't think that it ever will be <laughs> um i have listened to my intuition this year i have taken steps towards what i thought was my genius self and how i act and now i have the data points to say hey i do actually like this um i'm having people tell me that this is something i am you know naturally talented at you know and i have the desire and curiosity to learn more and sharpen my sword so that feels cool you know in the online business world there's a million ways to make money. Right. And, you know, we're constantly growing and going through seasons of like, am I selling the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? And so like, I am feeling heading into 2023. Like I got a lot of really great data points last year about what I'm doing and what I'm not doing on my dream day. And so heading into 2023, it's like, how do we turn up the volume? Like how do we pour gasoline on the fire? It it just feels cool. And I didn't put two and two together about that until now. So thanks for letting me brag on myself a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Um,
1: Just tell me about you. So like, this past year, what would you say like felt really icky versus what felt really good? And like, what are you trying to lean into next year?
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because I'm just going to keep using astrology examples. Uh, so it's interesting. I'm currently still going through my Saturn return. Okay. So the Saturn return is apparently when Saturn comes around and like shakes shit up and it's just like, I don't know, you got to learn about yourself. And so if you look at what House your Saturn is in that will tell you when it's your Saturn return, which some of you guys might have already went through your Saturn return. But mine is in the third house. Okay, so the third house is essentially communication, educating, blah 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 blah. So Saturn came in there and was like shaking shit up. And what I found was interesting is that a couple years ago, maybe like four years ago now, I created digital products right I have like written guides for people how to do keyword research how to create a meta description blah 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 and then I was like I kind of want to update these like I enjoy educating you know my one line in human design I fucking love educating I love it if I could teach and educate once a week and like a workshop or something I just get so jazzed up teaching live on zoom with people but I'm like okay so I should kind of maybe rework these I opened them up and started reading them and I was like, the thought of going through and fucking reworking this written content does not feel fun to me. I wish that I could just create a workshop about it, which is interesting to me because before my Saturn return, when I created these, like the only place that I felt safe was expressing myself in written form. I did a workshop back then. And I literally gave myself like a vulnerability hangover and cried in bed for three hours because I thought it was awful. I was so shaky and so nervous. Me using my voice, atrocious, didn't want it. And so it's interesting that my Saturn turn is coming to a close. And now I'm completely rethinking how I want to communicate, how I want to express, how I want to educate. And I think that that was just like a huge aha moment for me that I had what was it like at the, at the end of December. And so now it's like this year moving forward, how can I really put the gas on the stuff that feel fun and also use my strengths? And so, I mean, if, uh, if we bring human design in here too, my son's in gate 56, essentially that means like storytelling and using my voice. And so it's like, how can I combine these things, these little nuances, these little nuggets that I'm getting from each of these tools? And it's like, it's not like I sit here and figure them out all in one day and try to strategize like, what is this? What is that? Like one day I'll read something about this aspect of something. The other day I'll read this and then somehow they all interconnect. So if it feels like I'm being a little random here, it's just because like I've been allowing them to simmer and I'm starting to, Really see the differences in how I'm portraying these things. So, anyways, this new year, I'm really fucking excited to like show up and to teach more workshops. I'm going to start pitching myself to be like an educator. I really want to teach website designers about SEO because I'm seeing with so many done for you clients that some of their biggest foundational issues are because of the website design that they're using. And it's like website designers, it's unfair to expect them to understand SEO straight out of the gate. Like you can't be really an expert in website design and branding and in SEO. It's asking too much of somebody. So it's like, how can I show up and create practical solutions for the people that need it and share this these resources and this education in a way that allows me to use my voice while also collaborating and interacting with people. So it's like I feel like this past year all of these pieces started falling into place and like having these aha moments. And so I'm just really excited for the year coming up because I feel like I'm getting so fucking close to my dream day. Like I'm just getting so close to it. It just feels it feels good to be here. Mm. So thanks for allowing me to bend.
1: I love that. And I like that you brought up workshops. That was something I glided, glossed over. But one of our goals for this past year was to host some workshops and see how we liked it. You know, um, and, and kind of challenge ourselves to be a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more improv, a little bit more live. And, you know, we held two together and then um, you've hosted some on your own. I've hosted some on my own. And you and I are both just like, wow, we love this. Even despite the vulnerability hangovers and we get a lot of cool feedback from people again and we're taking that feedback. And I like this visual you're creating of like, all of these like data points that may feel crazy are starting to like come together and like form this really logical puzzle. And it's such a wonderful reminder of like, business is a journey, career is a journey. Like, don't feel like if you've picked one thing that you've put your flag in the ground and you can't move. Really, we're constantly collecting data points about what we're good at, what we're not good at, what we like, what we don't like. And like the best gift you can give to yourself is the permission to roll with that. Let the pieces fall into place. Don't be so stuck just because you said that's where you wanted to be. Like, if I would be so stuck to what my first business was, I, I don't know, maybe would be in a mental hospital by now, you know, <laughs> like it's just, um, an evolution. It's a living document. It's something that always needs to change and grow as you change and grow. So like full permission to just like throw all those stories about like needing to be consistent and changing all of the time out the window. Cause like the more and more you're stepping into this stuff, the easier and easier and the more momentum happens. And just like things start to fall into each other. Like Mariah is saying, you get this really cool feeling of like, ah, all of this craziness is finally starting to click into place. And it's because I've let myself stay open and collect the data points and tweak and refine, which I know sounds so obvious, but like, it's not common practice. We really like get stuck because when you're stuck, you're comfortable. And so like, we're kind of fighting that like basic urge to stay comfortable all the time as entrepreneurs. And that's hard. That's going to challenge our ego constantly. Right. So um, I I love that you brought that up and I love the vision for the future. I love that we challenged ourselves and we saw that we're like, Hey, we like educating. And on days that we hold, hold workshops, we feel insane. And we love the value that that brings to people. So now how can we do more of that in the future? And you and I are both workshops and life teaching is like a huge component of like how we're both growing. So that feels really neat.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm really excited to see what this year, what this year brings. And it's nice that, I have somebody in business to kind of collaborate with too. You know what I mean? Um, But I I did just want to give a little piece of advice too, because I fall into this this rabbit hole when I'm trying to like, quote, figure things out. It's like, don't logically try to work them out. And I know that it's hard. Well, it's hard for some of it. it. It's hard for me, especially like, My brain that falls so easy into strategy and figuring things out. It's like, I'm a fucking problem solver. I'm a great problem solver. And it's like, oh, I want to find out my gifts and my strengths using astrology and human design. And then I want to restructure my business totally according to that. And it's like, you cannot logically figure this shit out. Follow the nudge. What are you being called to explore? Maybe it's a piece of one of those systems. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else. And then also, We don't have to pivot. We don't have to change. It doesn't have to be like harsh in like this big fucking event of like I'm sticking my pole in the sand and I am no longer going to do X, Y, and Z because I don't like it. And it's like when we're business owners, we kind of have to also pay the bills. So it's like if we're looking at this on a spectrum of like percentages, it's like if all of your revenue 100% of the time is coming for from done for you projects, how do we scale that back? Can we scale it back to 75% and then the 25%? How can we start gaining revenue in a 25% that feels good? Just micro shift into it. Play around with it with your audience. Like sometimes I'll be like, hey, I'm thinking about creating this. What do you guys think about it? And I just get some feedback and play around with it. I'm not like, nope, I am now becoming a blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you don't have to take these huge big leaps that you see people doing. Nope, I got to burn down my business and I got to start all over. No, you don't. Mm. The magic truly is in the micro shifts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and maybe it's not the fact that you don't like done for you. Maybe it's the fact that like your clients suck. Maybe it's the fact that you don't feel like you're being compensated for everything that you bring to the table. Or like I'm realizing with my clients, it's not that I don't like working with clients. It's I prefer to have more SEO strategy intensives I prefer to be on the call for two hours spit firing hammering strategizing things out I prefer to I prefer collaborative processes and so it's like sometimes it doesn't mean changing everything sometimes it's just how can we look at this from a different perspective that's why the question is like what do you wish there was more of mm-hmm. and how can we start infusing that into the things that you're doing so it's like you don't have to burn it all down if your day today doesn't feel like your dream day tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, as you're talking, it's all like clicking together for me. That if you are a person that struggles to set boundaries or hold boundaries or even have any idea like what kind of boundaries, where to begin with boundaries, this exercise can be really great for you because, like, the second you get clear on what you really want. And what you want to say yes to you you're also going to get really clear on what to say no to and i think that's where a lot of us struggle and where to put up boundaries in your schedule i'm not working with this type of client anymore this is a red flag when i hear somebody say this i'm not going to talk to clients before one you know like you get to put all of these non-negotiables into your life, which is the beauty of these lives that we've created for ourselves. So getting clear on dream day will also help you get really clear on hell day, if you will, and what we need to put boundaries in place to avoid that.
0: And I also want to bring up because like, you know, there is so much shame in the online business space for working another job, working for somebody else, going back into maybe an office job, maybe doing a remote thing, being a contractor for somebody else. And it's like, what if you're sitting here and you're like, you know what doesn't feel good? Me stressing out about my fucking income all the time. It feels unstable. Like maybe you have things in your personal life that feel unstable and it's like, so how can we create more stability in your income? Maybe it's not through the lens of your business. Maybe it's you taking a season to then support somebody else's business in a remote setting. So, like, it still feels good. And it's still, you're still able to take the lunch break and take a walk outside and do all of those cool things that you want. It's like, this isn't just limited to like how you want to grow your own business. This mm-hmm. is truly limited. This is like unlimited in the fact of like, you can create the life in your dream day. You have to just get outside of the box that you have put yourself in. And it's like, we have to drop. The shame or the expectation that like being a creative, being a strategist, being an entrepreneur can only look one way Mm -hmm. because it's like, I can, if I wanted to get an SEO consulting gig, a part-time one for a big company, have recurring revenue, and then put all of my effort into growing a YouTube channel. If I wanted to, I could fucking do that. And I am still an entrepreneur. Like that doesn't change. And that doesn't not make me a business owner. And so I just wanted to say, like, this can be bigger than the services that you're offering your people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're just really craving stability in your life or like, if revenue has been an issue, let's solve the problem. What would feel good? It might not be, you know, the thing that you want to do forever, but it's like, give yourself some fucking grace in this season.
1: I think remembering that there's a seasonality to all things in life, all things in nature, you know, we can't escape it. And so um, there's a bit of identity work popping up in what you're saying of sometimes when we're talking about our dream days, the person that shows up in those days, that's a whole different identity than the person that is showing up right now. And that, whenever we're talking about leaving current identity and embracing new identity, that's tough stuff that requires a lot of deep patterns to be rewritten. And so, um, as always give yourself some grace with this, because, you know, for me, I, when I first got into the online world, I think I had the same fever dream that we all do. Like I'm, I want to be this big multimillion uh, online business owner. And I have this huge team and this huge agency and like, You know, I'm this big social media celebrity. And now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh my God, that is not me. That is not what I have ever wanted. But what did I want? I wanted remote. I wanted, I can do my own vacation days. I want to make enough money to be able to invest in the things that I think are important. Right. And I want to have this like really nice, like I can go out in the park on a nice day. I've talked about that on many episodes. So like I have this really clear vision for my dream day. And I realized that like the identity that I was working towards did not really necessarily align with who I am or the dream day that I really wanted. Again, I was picking up other people's goals. I was seeing a lot of other bright and shiny people on social media and thinking that that is what I had to do to be successful online. But to Mariah's point, and we can give you a million examples, there are so many ways to skin the cat especially today, like today of all days and all of history, you can put together an income in all kinds of ways. And you can do it in a lot of different, um, on platform, on different platforms, selling different things, like combining your creative genius with something that's really stable. You can slice and dice it and mix it up any way you want for the most you've ever been able to in all of history. So like take advantage of that. And that's a really big thing. So to come back to the point of the episode and kind of wrap things up, we think a really valuable tool or a decision-making framework that you can use when you're sifting through unlimited possibility, come back to the dream day in whatever way you like. If you like a meditation, if you like a journal, if you like just live data points and paying attention. um, For me, connecting with my dream day has been a way to help me shift and kind of sift out what's me and what's external. What are all of these external shiny things that I have adopted as me and what's really me? So this is um, some powerful identity work And this tool, even though it sounds a little silly, can be a really helpful way to like make it more tangible and make it more realistic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And also another way, if you guys are like, I don't fucking know, like there's so many possibilities or so many, whatever, take note of the people that you're jealous of, or the people that you see them living their quote dream day. And you're like, yo, I want my day to look like that. That's a data point. That's a data point. And honestly, like, that's why this year I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I'm diving into like brand sponsorships and shit. And I never would have thought a year ago that that was an opportunity or a possibility, but it's like, I look at like these other YouTubers, for example, and I'm like, they're literally getting paid to talk about a tool or a product or a service that they love and they're getting paid for it. And then I look at mine and I'm just like, what the fuck, I do that. And then I'm like, that's possible for me. So then it's like, I'm gonna, there's this little nudge here. That's why we say like, follow the nudge. What are you curious about? Allow yourself to go into it. But to be honest, I have no idea how brand sponsorships are going to come. Like, I don't know if somebody's going to come knocking at my door and be like, Hey, you want to like Google? Hey, you want to be sponsored by Google? I'd be like, what's up Google. But it's like thinking about that now is scary as shit. Negotiating a fucking contract with a brand. I feel comfortable like telling my clients my prices, but like to try to negotiate, let's say $15,000 for like a three month contract for something horrifying. But I was only able to get to this because I was binging other people's YouTube videos where they were like, and we're going to uh pause this video quick because we have a brand sponsor for the video. And I'm like, why don't I have fucking brand sponsors for the video? But I wouldn't have noticed that unless I allowed myself to sit with, there's a little ping of jealousy in here. What does this mean? Is there something in here that I can explore? No, so I, I just wanted to recommend that.
1: No, I think that's so smart. And I, it's really, really smart. Cause a lot of times if we struggle with what we want and I do this with clients all the time, you're like, what brands do you want to be more like, or what do you want? And they're like, but the second you ask them what don't you want what brands don't you like who's like irritating you or i don't think jealousy is necessarily a bad word and we've talked about that before who am i like a little jealous of right now like use all that stuff reverse engineer it there's like really really good data and a lot of times if you start there it gets easier to flip over to the other side of it and like round it out um so with that let's let's ask the final question here um mariah tell us about in your dream world what does a dream day look like for genius okay. mariah
0: yeah yeah g- genius the the g me um okay so i wake up i've been waking up at like between six thirty and 7 a.m lately Yo, before I moved, I would never wake up that fucking early. Now in the mountains, I'm like a new fucking person. So I wake up between 6.30 and 7, which feels good. It's still dark. I like wake up with the sun. And I've been doing the same thing without being in a TikTok rabbit hole, but I've tried to prolong coffee consumption for at least a half hour, maybe an hour, sometimes longer. So I would wake up between 6.30 and 7, and I would honestly just stare I just like staring like outside if it's still dark, if it's nice outside, sitting on my beautiful porch, like overlooking the mountains and stuff, just having nature around me. And then I think I would make a light but delicious breakfast. And then I would make my coffee, bring it into my office and start doing like my my active stretching and my mobility routine. Sometimes I do some breath work. I did some Wim Hof this morning. I'm just like, who the fuck am I, dude? who am I? Obviously a genius. So, and then I'm just like doing some reflecting, some meditating, and then I grabbed my laptop and I started researching about brand sponsorships and like this new course that I brought. Everything felt fucking delicious this morning. It felt so good. And then I'm just sitting there staring out at nature again, drinking my coffee, just kind of taking it all in. And then I start working, answering emails and stuff around 11, maybe 12, but don't have any client calls until noon. And then maybe I have client calls until three, or maybe I, days that I don't have client calls, I'm just like creating. I love creating workbooks and YouTube videos and all of that fun shit. And then I think at three o'clock, I would, uh, stop working for the day. I think. And what I do after that, I'm not quite sure. I guess it just depends on my mood. Sometimes I'll go to the store and want to cook a delicious dinner. Sometimes I'm like, don't fucking want to step in the kitchen at all. So we'll order some takeout. But I think just then, like relaxing and unwinding. But what has been really fun, like creatively, Andrew bought me some paint by numbers like some huge, like paint my number, like canvases, Yo, I've been zoning out on those. So I think just like having, having some time at the end of the day to just get a little creative or whatever I'm feeling that day. But I think I'm close to my dream day. Like, I feel like it's getting, it's getting a little closer. What about you? What would your dream day well, like? that's like? what
1: I was sitting here thinking about was like, sounds like we've caught you on a dream day. Um, what would you say is not like, what are you working towards next year? Like, what is it that afternoon piece, like really making time for creativity or like what is not there right now?
0: I would say I'm currently doing too many done for you SEO projects than I would like. Mm -hmm. I would like to have more of my revenue come from uh, brand sponsorships or YouTube stuff passive products. Like I love creating projects and education. I would like more of my revenue to come from me educating and teaching me hosting workshops, more interactive things. I think, yeah. And I think more SEO strategy intensives, those are always super fucking fun, but I would say that's probably the thing that I'm questioning or just like trying to, trying to sit with right now of like, how can I continue to make the money that I'm making while reeling back the done-for-you projects. I think that's where I'm at.
1: Mm, I love that. So it's, like, more about client work and, like, kind of redistributing that. That makes sense. And I like, actually, I had this thought. We speak everything through business goals cuz that's like how our brains work but if let's say you have a health goal this year do this meditation pay attention to what you eat for breakfast what do you eat for lunch what do you eat for dinner are you preparing your foods are you going out how are you meal prepping how are you making time for movement in your day you know like this tool can be so if it's about relationships you know like how are you making space for friendships and nurturing that you know like doesn't have to be all business lens in um like I find it fun to dive into the details. What did you have for breakfast on your dream day?
0: Uh well, today I had eggs with um turkey, turkey meat with some Mexican spices in there. So it tasted like Mexican eggs. And then I had a homemade gluten free biscuit with raspberry almond jam. It was pretty mm-hmm. delicious, honestly. That's sounds- it hit the it it hit the savory and the sweet.
1: That sounds like a dream day breakfast. And I think it's kind of cool to reflect on like, some people are cooks like Mariah and I, some people aren't. How are you nourishing yourself? (laughs) Like all of this gets to come back for how do you do this? And that's the most beautiful part of it. Um, And so, you know, for me, for my dream day, I would say that my dream day has shifted, which is my realization. You know, I, I have quote unquote, achieved the dream day that I was looking for. Um, And now I'm asking myself, all right, for me, it's that permission piece. Like I have, um, I'm not nothing, obviously not everything is perfect and nothing ever will be, but like, I'm finding myself like you can, whatever goals you set, you can achieve. So like, what do you really want to do? And then I find myself starting to dream. And then immediately those voices are like, Oh, those dreams are too big. Those dreams are too big. So right now I'm really focusing on letting myself sit with some big dreams and what's been popping up for me. I like to do a meditation. I like to connect with who am I in this future world on this dream day. And like, Designing and building my own house in like a really beautiful place is like, keeps coming up and it's really important for me. So now I'm asking myself, what kind of job do I need to pay for that? How do I want to bring an income that allows me to maintain the spacious schedule that I've built for myself? I feel really great about my working hours. I feel really great about how my days go, but like same as you, it's like, all right, for this next level, how does all of this look? I'm not really sure. I'm just honestly now accepting that this level is even possible for myself. So like, to be frank, like I'm just sitting with possibility. And I've noticed that like the first time I have the vision, I'm like, no, no way, I have no idea. And then like the second time I'm like, oh, well maybe. And then the third time I've been thinking about it and I've been connecting the dots and pulling the pieces together. So that's what we're talking about, the power of just bringing this into your brain because your brain wants to solve problems. And your brain, something that may seem extreme at first first the next time you hear it less so so I am in this phase of like I'm feeling proud of myself I'm feeling like it's possible to build a day and a business around the day and the life I want to live which is cool that's not something I've always believed and now what's next right what are these bigger dreams that I've previously told myself isn't possible and how do I need to make everything else work around those Um, I know that's a bit abstract but I will say like tangibly I am really working on embracing more structure and more ritual in my life. Um, I I really have found that when I make space for some kind of routine in the morning and some kind of routine when I'm finished working, I call it like bookending my days. Uh, one of our past guests, Rebecca, taught me that. Um, I really feel good. It really sets me up well. So I've been really trying to connect with like Genia Shea. How does she spend her mornings? how does she end her days? How does she spend her mornings in a way that sets her up really well for the day? And then how does she wrap up her days in a way that sets her up for another great day the next day, right? And so I've been really trying to spend time with what are the rituals, the practices, the structure that Genius Shea has implemented into her life? And how could I start just baby implementing that in my life? And then the rest of it, the houses and the all of it, like, I'm just trusting that that's going to come <laughs> when it comes. I can focus right now on like what I'm in control of. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I do have a specific question since you asked me. On your dream day, what would you eat for lunch?
1: This is such a good question. Such a good question. I am really struggling with um, eating. This is back to structure. I don't eat consistently. I'm not great. Um, Honestly, I don't, I'm not super hungry in the mornings or the afternoons. So it doesn't like occur to me naturally always to have meals. <laughs> so like, um. I am forcing, not forcing, but really trying to eat more regularly because I think that's part of this structure. That's what Genius Shea does. And so Genius Shea has like some kind of nourishing, low carb lunch. I have found that like when I eat a bunch of carbs or a really heavy lunch before dinner time, I'm just like a zombie. So she probably has like a soup or a salad or even like a smoothie or something, just something kind of light. Um, even for breakfast, something I like to eat light, light, and then have like a bigger meal at night. Cause it helps me sleep. So like, I'm realizing that about myself and trying to like make time to actually sit down and eat because I know it helps me show up better. And, and then being aware of like the things I'm eating and how they affect me. Um, it's kind of new awareness for me, to be honest.
0: The fucking rabbit hole.
1: Truly. And it's like all of these things come together to affect the day, right? There's so many different variables and, and you can kind of play it. Like, what are you interested in, in your life right now? What are you curious about? What rabbit holes do you want to go down and and focus in on that aspect of the dream day? And I don't know why, but this has just been such a helpful tool for me. It really is like, I think my brain works in story and metaphor. So it's like a way to really like conceptualize living a life with intention, you know, it's hard to measure growth. It's hard to measure progress. It's hard to know that we're doing what we set out to do in this world, you know? And so dream day for me has been a really powerful tool. And um, I hope that y'all will experiment with it. Let us know how you use it. There's so many different ways you can kind of tap into it. We've shared quite a few in this episode, um, but I'm sure you guys will have more. So please like share your data points, share your journey with us. Like we are also constantly talking about and reflecting on the practice of using your dream day as a metric to help you grow and to help you live a more congruent life. Um, so yeah, please let us know like what your findings are.
0: And then yeah, it's, um, if you guys want access to that meditation that Shay has created for the dream day, you can Click the link down below in the episode show notes and it will take you right over to that sign up page. But I think we're going to close this episode down. What a wonderful episode to kick off season three. I feel like we covered so many things and kind of went in so many different directions, but it, it feels complete. So I am very grateful for that. Um, But yeah, if you guys like this episode, definitely let us know. Let us know what you guys are thinking about for your dream day. What are you using to kind of reflect and refine and test and tweak? And then if something really popped out to you, totally DM us. We love connecting
1: with you guys. Mm. You know, this podcast is certainly a part of my dream day. And Mariah and I did a lot of work when we started the podcast, like asking ourselves, how does this actually what does it need to look like for it to actually work into our lives and into our days and um we were really boundary you know we we have seasons we we have a partnership we didn't want to do it alone we have a really clear focus like all of those things came from having a really deep understanding about like what we were craving more in our days and for both of us it like meets a lot of those needs so like honestly this podcast was the birth uh birthed out of this activity as well so we're jazzed about it we hope you are too Thank you so much for listening and like um, holding the space for us to nerd out about this. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast for more episodes like this and share it to all of your friends that you think may benefit from it or may also be interested so we can all continue to grow together. And until next time, remember that you have the power to create whatever the hell you want. Follow the nudge, ask questions and let curiosity guide the way. We'll see you in the next episode.